Welcome back to Advanced BS Topics Revisited Part 3. I keep forgetting what we call it because yeah. we, we called it Topics Revisited Advanced Advanced BS. I like <laughs> so, Advanced Advanced BS. I know, that's fun. But I, 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 never, I didn't put that on the slug lines because it was too long. Right. So to have Advanced Advanced BS Part 3, then what we're talking about, then a guest name, oh. it would just, I'm yeah. just like, that'll just be too <laughs> That'd much be a lot. to have. Advanced uh, Advanced BS, The Revisited Awakening. Part two, them. electric boo. You, you were, oh, you're trying to make it even longer. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. At first, I thought you were going to say you were trying to condense it, and I'm like, I don't think you know what condenses. No. Nope. Is there milk involved? Oh god. <laughs> well, that that uh, that milk's joke slinging fella. That's Caleb Woodley. How you doing, pal? Oh, I love dairy puns. Oh my god. It's he's gonna. It's gonna be weird how he's gonna try to work so many into this. Yeah. This this topic has nothing to do with dairy products. Move but, over. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> Some, some people say the moon is made of cheese. Hey, it's so. it's hey, it's not your turn you to be introduced yet. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not introducing you yet. Okay, so nobody knows who you are yet. I'm a mystery. No, people people are driving and they are freaking out right now. So they're like, who is that? A female. There has not been a lady voice on this show yet. Actually, your voice has been on the show. Yeah. Yes. Well, here first the other guy that talked is Stephen Wonderlick over there. My name is Logan Nielsen, and joining us we have a. Sp- Maddie, stop. Wait, did we, I say I was Caleb yet? I did. I uh, said you were Caleb. I did not. And though. then you said move over. <laughs> it was the order of events. And sorry, we just yelled at our... We also have our dog here who is wearing a cone on her head and fighting it. So that's going to be a fun <laughs> distraction. Uh, <laughs> the dog got introduced before me. I know, sorry. It's she part of the mystery. She kind of she stormed in with that. <laughs> Uh, but joining us as our guest for this topic uh, is not only a dear friend of ours, but my fiance, Martha Reddick. He did a round of applause, even. It doesn't, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's visual, but you know, and that's I all do. that matters. I felt it in my heart. Weird. <laughs> and you saw it. <laughs> the only people who didn't are listening now. Hello, listeners. <laughs> hey, Martha, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Maddie, please stop scratching. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be weird. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we said in the last episode our, our, our dog is sick and had surgery, and so we, we're over at Steve's place now, and we had to bring her with, and she's wearing a cone, and she is trying to get out of it. Uh, and she does that when we're distracted, so I think she realized we, were all, we all started doing something. Maddie! Maddie! Maddie stop! Jesus. Best episode ever, yep. you guys. This is going to be a hot one. Yeah. Uh, but, Martha, welcome officially to the show. Have you ever done a podcast before? Or you did, but it was never released. No. I've never done one. So this is your first podcast, then? This is my first podcast. I've listened to many podcasts and every episode of this podcast. That's true. You, you are probably one of the few that have <laughs> listened to every single episode of the show. I have. Uh, and now you've joined the other three guys you have. Um, <laughs> there's a few more yeah uh but yeah and you yeah you do listen to a shitload of podcasts i do uh, i love podcasts well now you're on one dude yeah. now you get to listen is this going to make it a more fun listening experience that you're on it or are you going to this going to be your least favorite podcast episode ever because your voice is on it yeah i don't like the sound of my voice so cool probably least all right favorite. all right so all right, this one really... we're immediately losing a listener on this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode <laughs> just right I now listen <laughs> To remember it. the good times. 
<laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, right. We haven't started yet. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how much nostalgia will play into the listen. <laughs> but our, uh, as we've mentioned, our, our theme this month is revisiting uh, old topics, uh, things that we've found. And uh, this is a, a second topic from Space Month. Because our first episode of this was Tycho Brahe. Was from, uh, Tycho Brahe. Mm-hmm. I just quit saying the word. Yeah, yeah Tycho Brahe. Tycho Brahe. And, uh, Tycho Brahe. And that's like someone who wants to order Pad C.U., but it's like a bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tycho Brahe. Um, but this is also from the Space Month. Uh, probably one of my favorite stories we mm-hmm. stumbled across the entirety of the show. This, a story that we just happened to find about a man... That stole moon rocks, who worked at NASA, Yep. and his name is Thad. Every part of it's my favorite, but uh, we wanted to do more research. But Steve, you not only did more research, you read a fucking book. I read a book for this episode. So the book is called Sex on the Moon (laughs) by Ben Mesrick. I will give him shout out. I don't, yeah. And uh, give another shout out really quick to one of our listeners, Jerry Tuttle, who recommended that I go out and get the book to prepare for the episode. Um, so the nice thing about the book is I had a completely different, I didn't realize this happened in 2002. Yeah. First of all. I, I didn't realize. No idea. Yeah, because I looked it up too and it was something, it was, someone had did an interview with him like now. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, about his crime. And I was like, it sounds like it would be like from the 80s or something. Right. That's yeah. what I assumed when I read Thad Roberts working at NASA stealing moon rocks. I thought it would be like... 15, 20 years after the Apollo mission. You thought it would have been a time that it would have been easier to get away. Yeah. I also thought, like, I I assumed it happened late 70s, early 80s, because I assumed it'd be a bigger thing, because I didn't hear about this in 2002. I would have been a freshman in college, and this did not come up, and it should have. Especially... This should have been everywhere. Yeah. And also, like, security everywhere tightened up after 9-11, like... And that was in 2001. This is is, is fresh off of a 2000. So the first big post 9 11 heist in a government building of NASA is for moon rocks to bang on. uh, Jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. No, I think the title of the book sold it. (laughs) I think, though, that this was three years before Facebook really launched amongst, like, because first it was that college kid. And I think that if this had happened in the days oh of my Facebook, God, everyone would have known. It would have been kidding? everyone. Yeah. If this had happened now, like... And so now, now I was reading this, I'm like, how, many how, memes? Much, how much stuff did I miss in the 2000s before Facebook that I just didn't hear about? All right, so... Because this should have been on the... Tell us news. about all of it. What, what did you what did you miss in the 2000s? I don't know. <laughs> but I missed this guy stealing moon rocks. I know. It's, it's um, fascinating. What but, BuzzFeed quiz would be about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and the, what I would you realize, use your moon rocks for? Uh, 15, about how, like, 15 top... Top useless heists. <laughs> well, we talked about like him stealing like ten rocks. different positions to please your lover on moon rocks. <laughs> yes. oh, God. One's called the space jam. <laughs> oh. oh no, the space jackhammer. The space jackhammer. There we go. The Mars rover. Um, the Armageddon themed uh, asteroid drill. Oh, um, space madness. Space madness. Um, uh, moon talk. <laughs> No, that's a that's a, that's a, a style TV of, show. That's a talk show. Oh, yeah. I was thinking it's Welcome just a style of talk. It's a style of dirty talk that only involves space metaphors. Oh, <laughs> baby, here. 
head is like a cranium. Uh, or it's crater. a cranium. Your head totally is like yeah, a cranium. It's exactly that's like exactly what it is. Yep. I, I or, or if you tell someone their head's like a crater, that's kind of insulting. I don't know. Or is it or is it like it. is it like pillow talk but you're gasping for air as if you're on oh. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Hi, buddy. Hey. Tell us more. <laughs> so, okay. You have the book. So, let's let's go back. So, five years before the heist, Thad Roberts. Let, let's go back to his childhood. Let's go away. Oh, wow. 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 So, oh, he, was, he, was, he was born into a Mormon family uh, in Utah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, no, no. I said, ah. Uh, she said, oh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, my, mine, was, mine was of just a realization. Wow. Hers was a judgment. <laughs> Not to, not to throw my lady under the bus no. here, but mm. I just want to know. I just want to know what both of you knowingly made a noise to, because you you realize something. She also had a thought. I, just, I don't know what the thought is. I felt is. like it was uh, like a the ultimate rebellion. Oh, oh a little bit of yeah. being Mormon is to steal moon rocks. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. the ultimate rebellion. <laughs> They're very anti-moon. Yeah. Here, I, I do want, because we've been teasing it, I just want to say the outcome of the story is he stole these moon rocks to put in his bed and fucked his girlfriend on it. That yes is, and no. Yes and no, but, that's, but that was part of it why we covered this. Yes, yeah. So just that's that's the, the call the ahead. Blurb, the blurb we had was just, yes. guy steals moon rocks from NASA to bang his girlfriend on a yeah. bed full So of I'm rocks. just saying the call ahead jokes we're making, I just wanted to make those yeah. clear. But yeah, because that was my thing. Why I said, ah, was just like, to me, him being raised Mormon and then what... I think the story is, or what it was, seems like, I don't know, it, it makes sense that, that, I feel like that, everybody has no, I've known who has been Mormon, had slightly more uh, pent-up sexual stuff, you know what I mean? So, right. I could see someone being like, oh, yeah, no, I really wanted to fuck someone on Moon Rocks. I, so, used, well, to, I used to be Mormon. <laughs> he is, what's, what's weird about him is he is somewhat pent-up, the, the whole thing that happens to him is he gets this internship at NASA, and I'll go into how he kind of gets there, but he wants to change his identity because he's a very, like, kind of shy, nerdy, only spends time with one other person who I will also talk about, but he gets to NASA and wants to reinvent himself as this, like, adventurer, he wants James to, Bond. He wants to become the senior puss crusher at NASA. Yes, That's what he wants yes. to become. The, Big man he, on campus. He didn't want to just be a, a, an intern. He wanted to become a thad. But I will say as we get into this book, the man. this book was written by this author who interviewed Thad, and it's written very favor favorably towards Thad in such a way that it, it throws me off a little bit because the writing feels a little bit weird because it's all about like him in sexual situations with different women, but he always plays it off like, I wasn't trying to look, and... And I looked away nobly when she uncovered herself. And like, Wait, it's just, what? what? Yeah, one of the sentences, oh. Thad looked away nobly when she... Nobly? Ex exposed herself. Like, and it's just like, no, you looked. Like, let's be fair. So it, it plays off really weird. He doesn't want to come across as any kind of like... Guy that stole Moonrocks to fuck on them. Yeah, but honestly, he doesn't. Then he doesn't even come across as like just a regular human being because every time there's any like the girls getting undressed, he's like, and I made sure not to lead her on, and I turned away, and I. So uh, he didn't want to look like a moon predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't want to look like a moon raper. Um, <laughs> he wanted to be a James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is, that the, is that the James Bond movie? Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of. I mean. It happened in that movie, probably. Yeah. A version of that happened in almost every floating. James Bond movie. Yeah. But it's floating. Uh, I, I guess, I, first, I want to take an initial uh, uh, check-in with, with the lady we have in the mm -hmm. podcast. How, so far, how does Thad sound to you? 
Like a creep. Like a creep, just okay. in general. Okay. I mean, even if he nobly looked away, nobly, nobly, n o b l y, just nobly, nobly. It just sounds it sounds weird. weird in it my sounds head. weird to say. Like say I say it out it, loud. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I see how it's spelled, but it, but in my head, it just it sounds weird saying it. Yeah. So even even if he was like, oh, I mustn't. Like, I, or well, is that weirder? <laughs> well, and can I? I want to know the situation. I would like to know more. I, about I will the get into more details. Okay. Yeah. What's weird in this book though is they every time a girl appears, they describe her physical detail in like very precise terms even when we get in later so it's is, just is like, ben is ben metzrick like one of his bros or no something? no like, just, they... an, just an author who got all of this information from thad roberts and so it's kind of weird because he does have a love interest in this the girl that he ends up being with on the mattress the the moon mattress <laughs> uh, they, i didn't know they were in love they were in love okay. but there's other women throughout this they were star-crossed well. lovers so Wait, that's his move then just because he loved one person you to do, that's still a move. Still a moon move. A moon move. <laughs> moon move. Yeah. I, th- I thought you were going to tie it back in to move over. <laughs> yeah, no, that's his don't move. Don't let those dairy moves. No, but, well, I was going to say, the cow did jump over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Yeah. laughs> um, so, so that's another you thing. You brought in a dairy joke again. I can hardly believe it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Makes me feel like it should have happened in the '80s. Is that big romantic move was so oh, popular yeah. in the '80s? This was and his jukebox outside yeah, her exactly. window. Yeah, this it was feels a, that way. It also him reinventing himself. He sounds like every middle schooler who's ever existed who gets into high school and goes, "Not this year, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I be sucked at so- I practiced all summer long." <laughs> I'm going to make or, the basketball the slate, the slate is wiped clean. Guys, we can start over. Yep. Yeah, where yeah. they're like, I'm a, it's the new guy with, uh, what's his face? Uh, DJ Qualls? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> start, start going by my middle name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Thad. Thad. So Thad was born into a Mormon family, and he got in trouble with his parents. The very start of this book is, when he was a teenager, he started dating this girl that he describes as like this unattainable girl in his high school. He thought he had no chance with her. But she was fast. She... <laughs> She couldn't even get closer. Couldn't, couldn't she's she's always running. Unattainable. Um, but he, like, for some reason, she was just as nerdy as he was, and they both, like, looked at stars together and stuff like that. They end up having sex. The, oh. parents, the parents find out about this, Ooh. and the dad sits him down and says, here's what's going to happen. You have two months to find a new place to live. In that two oh, months, wow. you are welcome to stay here. And he has a brother and a sister, and, and what was said is, you have two months... While during that two months, I want you out of the house by 6 a.m. You may not return until after 11 p.m. There will be a cot in the basement. You do not talk to this, anyone. This is his dad? This is his dad and mom at the table. And, are, and they are, so they must be like devoutly yes. Mormon? Okay. Yes. And they are. That was my You aunt. do not. You do not. <laughs> What's this? What's happening? Yeah, you do not talk to anyone in the family. It was foreshadowed. Because your actions have sent you and this girl to hell. And if you talk to us, you're going to bring us with you. Oh, that doesn't give anybody a hang up at all. Yeah. So why not at that point be like, well, I'm already going to hell. I might as well conquer the moon. Well, and he actually is. Like, he is somewhat, he does let his Mormon religion play into some stuff. And so, like, he does think that, like, oh, well, I'm going to hell. This sucks. And then, like, the family disowns him. They're like, we're not going to talk to you. And what's weird is the first night when he's on this cot in the basement, he gets there. He comes back at, like, 11 p.m. He's down in the basement. The mom comes down the stairs, and he's like, okay, she's going to try to at least expose herself and I can look away nobly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that wow. where that was going? No. No, no did no. I do that wrong? I did yeah, that wrong. Yeah, you did that very wrong. I did that wrong. I'm uh, sorry. He was, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. He was expecting her to My be dad. like I this. loved it. <laughs> he was expecting her to like 
be like, I'm sorry, sorry that this yeah, happened to your so father. She basically got to the bottom of the stairs and was just like, you did this to yourself, and then turned around and left, and that's like the last... Oh, like wow. She had to come Ooh. down and say that. Jesus. Uh, yeah, exactly, because he was involved. Because <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> so, so two months later, he moves out, and he ends up getting married... Do to we, this girl from high school. I am sorry. Do we skip any childhood stuff that you wanted? To no, start that was with? it. Okay, no. so because we so now he's, he's I know we tangent. So he's real hard. Out. Now he's moved out. He's okay. getting he's getting married. So how much is this book about him fucking? It, it's at the end. It, 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 it's no, no, so no, 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 no. But I mean about well, his about general his sex, sex life. Because honestly, right away, there's not a, honestly him. there's not a lot, and I will get into that. So, it's, so it's just, he gets married right away. So okay, so just but the book is just is bookended by him fucking when he's a teenager, and then when yeah. he's at NASA. And something okay. to keep in you know, mind for this entire story is he is married all the way until he goes to prison. Oh, he's married to a girl in Utah. Not a Mormon girl. Not a, she is also Mormon. Oh, okay. She is also disowned by her. He parents. said Utah. Yeah, I know. that's pretty ninety percent. Uh, so they end up living together. He's trying to go to school. She's an aspiring model. You know they didn't meet having coffee. Because Mormons don't do that. That was only for me. I <laughs> didn't know anyone else would enjoy it. Huh? Decaf? No, oh. I don't no, think I've heard, I've heard... Uh, Jesus hates beans. Because it has a little bit of caffeine in it. I can't, oh. I can't remember who it was. I remember talking to a comedian, and he was talking about uh, doing shows in Utah, and he says in that entire state, he's like, you can't get a good cup of coffee anywhere. Because no one knows either. No one makes it, or no one knows how to make it. Oh. <laughs> there. That's a little side. I think my me. sister told me that someone she knew, or her herself, someone went to Brigham Young, and there's pop machines all over with like Pepsi, Diet Pepsi. Yeah. She's like, "Who's drinking this?" Like Brigham Young University is pretty much exclusive. No, they haven't, Mormon, they haven't replaced like, those. <laughs> if yeah, you, if you looked, it was old glass bottles. <laughs> they, still in there. They haven't. They haven't had to refill it. Uh, that's actually their science yeah. department. They're doing a long-term experiment. They're testing it on people, <laughs> seeing how, seeing what, how much soda it takes to to, to break go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's the psychology department. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. You go. there you go. There how you does go. your soul feel right now? <laughs> Have another bottle. <laughs> Um, so he's... Quenched. He basically... <laughs> wow. Feels quenched. So quenched. He's, he's in college. He's living with his wife. He has no idea what to do. And he all of a sudden decides that he wants to be an astronaut. Like, he just out of nowhere says, I want to be an astronaut. Um, like 15 years too late? Like no. You, I'm just saying, usually when you make that decision, you're a kid. Oh, you go, well, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be an astronaut. He does that only at, like, 20. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. <laughs> But then Not he, too late to become an astronaut. Then he but. spends all of his time in school doing everything he can to get this internship. Because basically there's two ways to become an astronaut. You either get an internship through, I believe it's called JBS, but it's basically like the intern program yeah. into NASA used for scientists. Or one of your parents was born in space. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the legacy <laughs> rule. The legacy rule. <laughs> no, or you're an Air Force pilot. Oh, yeah. Which that one he was not going to happen for that one. So what he ended up doing is he took foreign languages. He learned Japanese. He learned Russian. He uh, became a certified scuba diver. He became... Uh, Listen to all this, Mar. Is he sounding better? Is he sounding little, are you yeah. more attracted uh, to him now? He started up... He's he a go-getter. helped fix up the observatory at this college in Utah and put all this work into getting an astronomy club going. Put this, he, guy, put this guy in a rom-com. Him and his cleaning up. Him like. and his wife did a charity bike ride where they rode from Utah to San Francisco and raised over $100,000 for a charity. Mm-hmm. See, if there just wasn't that one little thing where he... Stole moon rocks We're from NASA. He would, he would seem like so, a real noble fellow. So he does all this work so that he is this <laughs> ideal candidate for this NASA internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets his grades really well in all these different subjects, whether it be physics and astronomy and all this stuff, so that they'll look at him and, and basically bring him in. 
He does an interview over the phone, and this is, like, you read him and he is determined. He had a picture of the head of the the school that he was going to go intern with, with NASA. Um, the picture of the guy on his wall, knew about stuff that this guy liked, and then so he's trying waited to learn for this phone interview. Guy. Yeah, just the guy he was going to do the phone interview with. And he ends up doing this so phone guy interview. So guy he's not actually going to see? Yeah. It was a phone interview, and he just had the picture on the wall. He had a picture of the guy he's doing the phone. Oh, I hope he was just looking at it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, do you think he like that's went a... in there and answered the phone? That's that's kind of he, was, he, was, he was wearing a suit and like really working on like, his, like how he like held himself physically. And, like, Probably. <laughs> it, it, this was the one moment in his life that freaked him out more than anything was this one phone call, this one interview. But because his grades had excelled the moment he had decided he was going to be an astronaut, because of all these extra things he did, he instantly got offered the internship, which was in Houston. So now he leaves his wife, and the way this internship works is they get three tours, basically, where they go in and they do a bunch of stuff with NASA scientists, and they get three of those, and then they go back to whatever college they came from or whatever, or they can get hired on by NASA if they do a good job at the, the internships. How, how long are the, the tours... I'm not sure. They've got Three to be something hours, like... generally. It didn't really say, pop but... Culture is if you're going by Gilligan's Island rules, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a rule of Gilligan. There should be about three hours about three each tour. <laughs> I want to say six months to eight months. I don't know. It didn't say in here, but I'm just going by, like, what happened so, when it was there. So, the, so there was three tours, so really, the three tours are one work day. <laughs> yeah. Hold <laughs> well on! Can I work at NASA now? Can't, can't you just say we need to come here for a day, not three tours? <laughs> Well, no. you can space them out. I don't know. Nah. No, no, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> space them. Oh, I didn't even yeah, do that. I didn't even try it. I was that wondering was why Steve laughed at me. Well, he laughed at me, and then she pointed it out. There we go. Um, so he he goes to Houston and leaves his wife, who goes by Sonia in the book. That's not a real name. All the names are like protected except his. I did go out and find like real names for people so that they're not protected. And let's call them out. <laughs> uh, but not his wife. So like she stays behind. She continues her modeling career, which gets brought up a lot that she's trying to be a model in Utah, which probably sounds like a lot of this book is just trying to be like. But women are also hot. Like I feel like a lot of it is. It seems like this book has some pent up sexual like. Well, and that's this book does not even Thad. This book. Yeah, and that's and that's what I want to get. Well, it's trying to kind of center around sexuality while being like his time in NASA. Well, it is. What's the title again? Sex on the Moon. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it's going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Do you think Ben? Uh, did I say it right? Ben? Ben. Yes. Do you think... <laughs> we might have to explain. Oh, Finish okay. your question, then I'll explain <laughs> why you're worried about the word Ben. Do you think he kind of idolized that? Did you get that? Like, I got that a little a bit, yeah. Like, well, like, this guy's oh. written other books that have been top sellers, and so like he's a pretty yeah. established author, but then he like he wanted to write this. Did, okay. Did, did, like, in his interviews, it like... Is Thad like Hannibal Lecter and Ben is his fucking Clarice? Maybe. Where suddenly there's like this respect. This like, I think so. Because yeah, because how you're saying he's trying to make Thad sound so cool, but it's also like about oh he's, sex. He's, he's, like, a, he's the he is the hero of the book. Like everything, giving the reasons why he does it. There's so much building. So oh, so even blood. even the theft, they, they he tries to make it sound. Isn't yes. there no reason except for he wanted to see the moon? Or we'll get into it. Get but, into it. Let's get but, into it, Steve. But also, uh, Martha's from the South, so a short E and short I sounds are hard for her to hear. That's why she asked me, did I say Ben right? Not that she just learned how to speak. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a very short word. To just, Is that right? To just throw out to strangers you're confused by. So. I just wanted to get it right for the podcast. Yeah. Let's get into so, it. So, 
going after he left after he left uh, his wife in Houston, and she had an amazing modeling career in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the best models come from. Uh, I mean, I, I there was a season of uh, America's Next Top Model in Utah. If I'm not Salt Lake mistaken. City edition, yeah, 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 right. Was it yeah. Boys in the House? I they, don't know. They, uh, I'm just. What is that a reference to? That's, America's a, Next Top Model has, led has, boys, and it was uh, called Boys in the House. Oh, so that's how you had to say scandalous. it. I was it doing a bit because I wouldn't believe that they would ever have that there. No, it was. They just all had to wear that special underwear that they all wear. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's what they pose in. Instead of swimsuits, it's all that. Yeah. It's just that. <laughs> yep. So he starts his first tour, and he separates himself already because he's a geology major. When all these other people are... Oh, so he oh wanted to have sex with the rocks. He knows. <laughs> and I should say, he worked for a museum also in Utah while getting his degrees. And he stole fossils from the basement. But he was under the impression, like, there's these fossils of, like, leaves and bugs and stuff that are millions of years old. But they're just keeping them in boxes in the basement of this museum. So what's going to hurt if he steals a few? I want a paleontologist to write a book that's just called <laughs> Leaves and Bugs and Stuff. <laughs> leaves and Bugs and Stuff. In it's all basement. scientific. Yep, in the basement. <laughs> In my pocket. So he sneaks he sneaks these fossils out. He shows them to all these other people that he's with. He starts like a stargazing club. So he goes to NASA and begins there. And on his first day, he meets all these people. There's a guy that he meets in, that's going to be someone working with him in the geology lab where they basically practice cutting moon rocks by just cutting regular rocks, like earth rocks. And they just use like specialized tools because... If you do work for NASA, you actually do shave off parts of moon rocks and do tests on them and stuff like that. And they also loan moon rocks out to schools and colleges and stuff like that for them to do stuff. Now, what happens is while he's doing these tours, he decides that he's going to build himself up. So in that first week, there's this pool party for <laughs> all the people. That? What does that mean? <laughs> there's a pool party where all these people are, he's and he wants to reinvent himself. himself. I'm, I'm saving myself for the sex on the moon rocks. Yeah, he just doesn't. I want to really be built up. it all in. I'm gonna... Um, I really want to blast off. But <laughs> he basically tells everyone at this pool party that, like, I'm, I want everyone to try and do the most, the biggest thing you can do this week. Like, I want you to, whatever. He ends up sneaking into the space shuttle simulator, which nobody's supposed to go on. He basically just walks up to the entrance of this building they're not supposed to be in. There's a camera, and a lady says, what are you here for? And he's like, I'm here to watch the simulator. She buzzes him in, lets him in. He just goes and finds Jesus someone with a clipboard and goes, hey, where's the simulator? And they're like, oh, it's right down the hall. And then he goes down there and goes in. And the, as he walks in, the guy goes, are you here to, to watch the test run of the simulator? He's like, yeah. And he gets to go into the simulator while they run a test on it, which is just no. Come on, NASA. Know. What do you do? Yeah, they're <laughs> very Why do, Why do we cut their funding? They clearly need to buy locks. Like, <laughs> and people who are like, what? why are you here again? Jesus. Um, so he just sits in on the launch, then he goes back and tells everyone what he does, and they, like, freak out that, oh my god, you went on the simulator? Like, that's, no interns do that. That's for people so, who work for NASA. So the most scientifically inaccurate thing Armageddon had in it was all of the keycard swipes, because clearly you can just walk in, <laughs> yeah. so... You know, for, for being scientists with inquisitive minds, no one in that building asked him a single question. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and he said he went straight for the people with clipboards, because they're all, like, walking down the hall writing, and they barely looked at each other, and so he asked them, and they're like, oh, it's right down there, and then went back to writing. Nerds! <laughs> they don't like people. Come on, you nerds. You're talking to me. Stop it. I'm working on science over here. Um, so he comes back and says, I did this simulator thing. And they all get excited. And then he, they're like, well, we do this pool party every month. So, And he's like, we should do something every week. 
and he sets up skydiving, scuba diving, driving down to Mexico to cliff dive, like all this stuff that NASA people, they were all like, oh, we've never done this stuff. And he used to do this stuff So in you're, Utah, you're like, telling me Thad Roberts is the inspiration for Triple X. Yes. Is what you're saying. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Or 127 hours. No, wait, that's a different guy. <laughs> that's a real guy. That's a real guy. <laughs> that's a real guy that thing happened to. <laughs> yeah, there was an actual guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a guy. <laughs> cut his fucking arm off. Yeah. yeah, James Franco. Yeah, so, James Franco. Uh, so he basically starts doing this, and then the way the book describes it is that all the NASA interns idolize him, all these other people there. And that's where it's getting wow. into, like, do he they... He became the coolest guy in NASA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, he was the only one to show them that there was stuff outdoors, I guess, is what oh, happened. Um, but he, do, he does. Every time he meets two girls at the pool party, and it goes into, like, a page-length description of what they looked like, they have nothing to do with the story. Wow. And it's just, like, they were wearing bikinis, and one of them, as they walked away, the bikini slid up. And I'm just like, what does this have to do with anything? And Ben wasn't there. No, and this is Thad being like, oh, at this pool party, though, by the way. Like, um, and that's how it is later on. So he takes these people on a camping excursion and meets this one girl. The book calls her Sandra. Her actual name is Shay Sauer. Yeah, getting called out, Shay Sauer. Shay Sauer. <laughs> S-A-U-R. Sour? Sour? Shay Sauer. What is it? S-A-U-R? Is it your probably Sour. Shay Sauer. She sounds like a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a tall drink of lady. Let Ben Resrick tell you all about her. So he meets her on this camp out, and they end up, like, talking during the night, and then she's like, I'm up for whatever you're up for. And he ends up getting her to skinny dip, and that's the part where it's like he splashes her with water while they're talking. And she's like, ah, I wish and she was like, on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, he's like, I've got it. She moves, and he's like, that's where it says, like, he nobly looked away. Because she no, splashes. You did. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. no especially but right you... before that, it said she had her arms crossed across her chest, and he could barely make out the pinkish hue of her nipples. But so then he... when she moves the arm, oh, oh. So he's really oh. trying to look at her nipples. Also, he got her to go skinny dipping. Yeah. So no, there's nothing noble about no. that. There's no. nothing just like, oh, I, I dare not look, even though so I clearly, that's why I got you to go skinny Shay dipping. Shay becomes one of his friends at NASA. They hang out. They never do anything physical besides the skinny dipping. They're just friends... Because he's still married at this point. Yes, he is. And he's starting to have problems with his wife because she's back in Utah, he's in Houston, and they have no... anything to talk about. Everything is so exciting there, and everything that he she's doing, he doesn't care about. Oh, it's not... And the, same thing the, for her. She the, doesn't care what he's doing. The she's modeling trying. and industry in, in Utah is just, just not... It's not popping. Not, not fast enough for no, him, not fast-paced enough. enough. Um, so... Uh, and obviously, well, they never have time to talk, because he's making everybody go skydiving and shit. Right. So he's just never around. So she comes to visit, because they're having such problems. On his second tour, she comes to visit. He's, at this point, established himself. A lot of the professors talk to him. He's gotten into a lot of different programs. Um, and he sees that the, his major professor, um, the one that he kind of connects with, he wants to introduce her to him. And this guy has shown him that he carries around a briefcase that has, like, a piece of Mars in it. And the piece of Mars he got is supposedly from an asteroid that crashed in Antarctica that they tested it and they figured out this is from the something that came from Mars. I had wow. no idea such a thing existed. Yeah, That's... so he has this little, like, grain in a test tube of, like, this came from Mars, and it's priceless. because. Wow. And he keeps it in his briefcase. Well, and they talk about it, maybe it's one of those things that makes them talk about life on Mars because it actually does look like it has fossilized bacteria or fossilized whatever oh and that's one of the things that they're like this could 
represent life on Mars wow. in the rock. I'm really nervous about NASA's security. Like, he's, right, just, that he's just carrying he, around that? Well, he showed it to students at, like, a, a um, what's it called? A lecture. Uh, they, they did a lecture. I don't know. I never went to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, the guy who was in college for eight years couldn't think of the what word the, lecture. What, where the guy stands no, up and talks. Uh, oh, class, class, class. where that guy keeps waking you up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, when he brings his wife and they meet, he wants to introduce her to this professor. And this professor says, hey, I've got something for you. That sounded bad. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> so he takes him back to his lab. Oh. And hasn't he says, stay outside while I go into the lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extra sausage. Yeah, so he goes into the lab, and there's a safe in the corner. And sorry, <laughs> it hasn't no, no, gotten no. better yet. No. No. And, and the, the professor opens the safe, and Thad <laughs> inside are just chains. <laughs> and Thad can see from the hallway that there's a piece of paper taped to the top of the safe that the professor looks at. He opens the safe, he comes back out with a test tube, gives it to the girl, and says, This is from an asteroid from space. It's like a piece of an asteroid. And she's like, Oh my god, this is so cool. And he said, that's yours to keep. You can have that. Oh, shit. Oh, and wow. she gets to keep this piece of an asteroid. And this is the professor to, to his dad's wife. wife. Yes, mm-hmm. who came to visit. Wow. And then at that point, Thad and her like went home. They had dinner with this professor, and they like they were, they were reconnecting. Three-way. 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 No. Um, so she leaves, right. and then their marriage starts to decline again. Like That was the, the, we might be able to work it out, and then she leaves, and it's just, no, we're not going to be able to. So this, it's at Did this point. Did she take the... The it was hers to keep. Piece? She it's took the to asteroid keep. piece back. It's a gift. Oh. It's at this point that you, you he... have real feelings about that. <laughs> so I... yeah, let's just let's just realize for a second. There's a a Utah-based model <laughs> who has a piece of an asteroid she got <laughs> directly from NASA. But yeah. we don't know her real name. What if she was on America's Next Top Model? I what if she know. set up the whole thing? Uh, no. Ooh. She was the Ooh. mastermind. Here we were thinking it was... She's fucking Kaiser Soze, bro. Oh, like, no. Here's... She walks away with a limp. Yeah. <laughs> That's why her modeling career didn't take off. <laughs> no, no one's really in the... You're going to fall off those catwalks. Not too many people are in the market for a limping model. Yeah, oh, that, no. just, that just brings too much safety precautions to your runway. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, when we... you're dragging a high heel shoe behind you. <laughs> and the shoes are expensive. Yeah, you're, you're, you're immediately, scuffing them up. You're immediately scuffing them. Yeah. You want to sell those. Oh, no. Here we were thinking... Thinking it was Robert's eleven, but it's actually Sonia's eleven. There you go. What? Uh, like an Ocean's Eleven. Ocean. Oh, <laughs> oh, heist movies. I, I, no, I just, no, no, I'm with you. I just didn't connect eleven right away. I'm like, wait, eleven? What? I was, I was thinking like size of the shoe. Like, I was, I'm saying I wasn't with you. you no, no, were, no, you're on point, bro. No, I was, I was, I was gonna <laughs> say, would you have been more comfortable with? Uh, Thad's 12, maybe Thad's 13. <laughs> no. no. I can take or leave those. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want Thad's 12. <laughs> Thad's uh, 11, I'm okay with. Thad's, Thad's 11 was, was fun. Thad's yeah. 12, 13, just wasting my time. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone okay. was just cashing a paycheck at that two, point. Two Julia Roberts, come on. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip ahead a little bit and introduce two more people to the scenario, then we can get into the heist. Two more guests, come on in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi! So Thad, when he goes back to Utah is at the observatory, he's by himself, and some guy comes up there just to smoke pot next to him. They get to talking about space, 
And this ends up becoming his tech guy. <laughs> uh, this is one of his accomplices that's supposed to, like... It is. Boom. Yes. No, that's going to be his connection to the seedy underworld just because this guy was smoking pot on what? an observatory rooftop. <laughs> so Thad decides you're going to be this guy that sets up this exchange. So seedy underworld... Ex- Wait, was he planning to sell these moon rocks? He, in his head, thinking... And then he did tour the moon rock facility. He went in, like... He got to go in and catalog all the moon rocks. And he found out there's a safe in the moon rock room... There's untouched moon rocks from all from six of the Apollo missions, all of them except for thirteen, from eleven through seventeen, and then not thirteen. Basically, they, they didn't get there. Right. right, and there's a movie about it. It's yeah, like, what's it called? Uh, space. Tom Danger. Hanks in space. That's the one. Apollo's Austin Space. Eleven. Um, there it is. <laughs> great, that's a great doom, pan, doom, great doom, panic drop. But he finds out there's a safe in the moon rock room that's basically they say it's garbage moon rocks, and the reason they say that is it's ones that have been loaned out, tested on. Used in science experiments. Tested on. Well, dipped in different solutions. Makeup. And or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they tested lipstick on it. They're the cookie crumbs of moon rocks. Yeah, yeah so th- they keep them in this room, and he figures out that it's like 16 pounds of moon rocks that they're just like, we don't use these, they're just useless. they're there for the taken. And, and, they're, I can eat and like they call king. them garbage. They, they don't pull them out of there. These are unusable. We don't care. They've already been tested on. They're wasted. Just fold them into some meatloaf. <laughs> so he starts thinking, I'm going to steal those moon rocks. I'm going to steal the, the garbage ones, because nobody wants them. For I can make- what?! He wanted to sell them and use his money to basically do his own science experiments with his own money. So sell them to who, though? That's when he brings Gordon, who he meets on the rooftop. He says, Gordon, can you Gord- go Gordon's the, the, the pot-smoking And it's Gordon button. in real life and Gordon in the book. So this guy, I guess, didn't... Really guy, he was just chill about it. He's Gordon like, I don't Mc- care. Gordon McWhorter. Gordon McWhorter. And actually, when they were arrested, he ran, which is why he got such a large prison sentence. He actually ran when they were... He got out on bail and then took off. And then they caught him and brought him back and said, oh, now you're fucked. Um, God. So Gordon was not, and they so say, the, like, he's so just guy, a mess. So Gordon got the most time out of everybody? Or? Gordon's just a mess, but Gordon is the first person he told this idea of, like, hey, will you go online and just see if anyone is interested in buying moon rocks? You need a connection to the CD underworld to sell rocks on eBay? Yeah, so Gordon sends out this mass email oh. to oh. geologists, <laughs> rock collectors, whatever. Everyone thinks it's fake. Everyone sees this thing like, hey, yeah. moon rocks for sale on the internet in 2002, <laughs> and go, okay, I'm going to, Nigerian prince. Yes. <laughs> like, someone's oh just selling God. driveway gravel. They're like, from the moon! <laughs> One guy in Antwerp, Belgium, by the name of Axel, um, yeah, and that's Axel real. the Belgian? Axel, I believe, Emmerman. So far, the Emmerman. sexiest guy in this book. He gets just by this, the name. Yep. He's a he's a forty nine year old still yeah rock collector uh, slash <laughs> archery enthusiast. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he likes archery. I do. Uh, he plays a little game called uh, J Poppin. Hide the pickle. J what? J Poppin, which is where you put a wooden bird on top of a tall post and shoot it off with arrows. So target practice, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, don't, but it's a no, Belgium. Don't, it's don't, it's a game they play in Belgium. Don't give it a special name. But he's for the waffles. But he's, he's part of this uh, this <laughs> geologist club in Belgium, where all these guys meet and show each other their rocks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, don't act like you didn't set that up entirely. <laughs> you were very pleased uh, with no, yourself. See, you're saying you're telling me they 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 get off the train and then they they 
go to their case and they get their rocks off yep. the train. <laughs> off the train. Uh, yeah. But they show it. They're like, they're like, they're like they let me show expo. you. Would you like to buy some quartz? I have some quartz I found. Like, that's what they do at this thing every, like, It's like, a, so it's a gun show, but for rocks. Yeah. And then afterwards is the Eyes Wide Shut sex yeah. party. <laughs> so, there are, intricate, there are intricate J-popping masks. Oh. <laughs> it's all bird masks. It's all birds. <laughs> so Axel takes the email seriously because, first of all, Bad Axel Gordon. Gordon. These are like great heist Gordon, character names. Gordon understands that like he Gordon is into geology as well so and astronomy. Much. I love every part. He of uses it. the fake name Orb Robinson. No, this is uh, uh, Orb no, Robinson. But, but, thing, but this sound like Fad Roberts. Or this Robinson. is Gordon. <laughs> Gordon came up with the name Orb oh. Robinson, know, and then when he funny. emails Thad, I see, I see what you yeah. were saying. That. Then when he emails Thad, his fix. So Thad's name is Orb Robinson now. Gordon decides that's your alias, and mine is Fractal. <laughs> so, yeah. so oh, I love this so much. Why fractal. isn't it? Why isn't it a movie? Why it isn't it a movie every film. year? It's an indie film. Why is um, it made? So indie they film? Us, no, I want I want Universal behind this. This is this is why I release. think they actually Every, are working on this. Everybody film. needs to know this story. So Axel takes the email seriously and immediately contacts the FBI and says there's someone trying to sell moon rocks. From the back and forth with this fake person, he figures out that like they're talking about how much they want price per gram. They're talking about like how much would you buy? Because that's how much I will acquire. Like, they hadn't gotten it yet. What does buying wood have to do with? <laughs> <clears throat> so he's like, woodchuck. So he's trying to tell them that, like, he contacts the FBI and says, this is, someone's about to commit a crime in the United States. This is Axel. Yes. So, things, well, one, uh, the, the best crime-stopping Axel since Beverly Hills Cop. Yep, uh, yep. So so they're so essentially they're being yeah, he was with me. They're so they're being brought down by just some random guy. Random guy in Belgium who was like, Belgium. wait a minute. Wonderful. Um and every the, just every turn of this is fantastic. The FBI gets involved. So while Thad's setting up his he's decided I'm gonna do this. He tells uh Shay about it first, and then there's a girl he meets that this is the love interest, this is the girl that he ends up having sex with. Uh, her name in the book is Rebecca, but her real name is Tiffany Fowler. She is a 20-year-old botany student who comes to this NASA as well, and she meets him on a cliff diving thing. He instantly falls for her, and they start dating. They've only known each other a month when they end up doing this. And he does have... There are sex scenes with her in the book <laughs> before the heist that they do. So now she's in on the heist too. Now is has he gotten divorced now, or no, is he still he's still married? married. Oh. Did they have sex under the moon? Probably before on top of the moon. Probably I'm everything's sure. I mean, under every, the moon. Everything's under the moon. We've all been under the moon. <laughs> Podcasting under the moon right now. Yeah. So so now the four people trying to do this are Gordon, who's going to deal with the online stuff, and then Shay. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, they're, 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 okay, hold on. So Gordon, let's break down the crew. Let's break down the A team here. That, so the, Gordon, their tech guy, and by tech guy I mean he can use eBay. He knows how to use emails. He's, he's a, he's he sends emails poorly. He's a stoner who sends spam out yeah. into the geology world to, to, hook, to hook a lunker in maybe buying moon rocks. Yes. Is, if we're going to accurately yes. describe Gordon, uh, then Shay, what's called the body. If Gordon, <laughs> if Gordon is the fingers, Shay is the body. She the is fingers. 
she is interested in helping them out, but she gets cold feet. Also, she wants to always stay behind whenever they do stuff. Whereas oh, maybe Tiffany, she's the feet. Oh no, Tiffany Ooh. wants to go with them. Shay is the body. Tiffany's the feet. I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not following your metaphors. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they're riding fast and loose. <laughs> you, Dad's the you head. Took, you took you took Face Man from A Team Two literally, and think everyone gets assigned a specific body part. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> your hands. Maybe your hands Gordon, man. Maybe Gordon is the tail, like the long tail of the internet. I don't know. He's a prehensile <laughs> tail. No, he's the brains. Or no, he's the tech guy. Yeah, he's, he's the, 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 the wizard. Right. So all right, he's the eyes. He's the eyes and the ears, man. He's the so, uh, so Tiffany, Thad, and Shay decide they are going to steal Moon Rocks. Meanwhile, Gordon is Gordon is not. He's just in emails. He and he's in Utah. He's, <laughs> he's just in emails. He's in Utah. He's not involved in this. <laughs> Gordon's technically their HR department. He's, no, he's, yeah. no, he's the middleman. He's the he's the fence. Yes, oh, there he is the fence. There he goes. He's the fence. Meanwhile, Axel is contacting the FBI, and now the FBI is setting up an agent to pose as Axel's sister-in-law, who's from Philadelphia, who's going to come down to Florida and meet Thad to do this purchase for a hundred thousand dollars. She's going to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of moon rocks. How, well, how much yeah. moon rock is that? I think they figured out they're actually Fistful. doing like he was charging <laughs> he was charging five thousand dollars a gram for moon rocks. And how many pounds was he stealing? He was stealing now he okay so he thought he would steal these garbage rocks, then realized there's so much security. It's almost like Fort Knox to get into this moon room. Well, yeah, you can because you know in Fort Knox you can walk in and be like, hey, where's the the However, gold? And you're like that way. What he figured out is what he did <laughs> is he knew the passcode to the professor's building, the outside passcode. He went late one night when it was pouring rain. He has NASA things. He went and stole license plates off a car in a mini mall that was parked in the back lot. Switched them. He borrowed his friend's Jeep um, and told him he was moving someone that weekend. Put these fake plates on. Earlier that day, he took a mixture, a compound uh, made of like a mixture of three different like talc and all this other stuff. Dusted the key uh, keypad to the professor's office with this. So he goes in at night, uses the outside thing, has the Jeep waiting outside, Shay stays in. So all the powder was in to find out what buttons were pushed? And as you push, you get less powder each time because it dissolves in the oil so you can see the order as well. So he cleaned the screen. That's too smart for what this heist is. And he he went in earlier that day and figured out the, the way the cameras move. And was able to move from one side of the hall to the other to not be seen. And so at no point did he realize, this is a dumb idea. Because he's putting, he's clearly not dumb. No. So he. <laughs> but how do you. So he goes in and he tries. Just before. I know, okay, but go just, ahead, but go just ahead. before, I just want to just say the, the thinking, just the outcome being like, no one, one will notice Moonrocks from NASA being gone. But then also just thinking like, because they're trying to sell them as genuine Moonrocks. Obviously, one of, to sell them is to say these are moon rocks. These are rocks from the moon. Where do those come from? NASA. NASA. Like just by the, <laughs> just by the general idea of this sale, immediately you have so many eyes on you. The right. second you do you, this, you implicate yourself as but soon no one as they are really authentic. No, 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 no. I don't, and here's the reason: but it's, yeah. it's so easy to be like because then once anybody's just like, "Hey, I have a moon rock," then it just takes any type of research to be like, "Hey, moon rocks were stolen." Right. And the FBI though does not contact NASA because they assume, too, that a crime is going to be committed and it could be anyone at NASA because clearly sure. it's someone who has access to moon rocks. It could be Buzz Aldrin, for all we know. There you go. In this could movie... Be. That would this... be a better movie. <laughs> if in... Buzz Aldrin decided to steal moon rocks. <laughs> I got him in the first place. <laughs> They're or, rightfully mine. What was, what was the guy that had to stay on the... Oh, Michael Collins? Yeah, it was oh, this Michael is, Collins. He's so pissed off that he didn't get to go on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'll that. show them. I'll, I'll show own, them all. I'll own the moon. <laughs> in the in the movie when we make it, obviously, 
uh, it'll be better <laughs> if we write in that somehow it's like one of the countries that didn't get to the moon or like didn't have access to the rocks, so now they want to use them for like a secret project. That is the only way. Oh, it they makes want. Sense. To, oh, so we're yeah, doing so a they, fictionalized version. No, no, yes, a fictionalized version because yeah, that's the only way it makes sense. Because what would you even really? use moon rocks for? Other just, than some seedy plant, and not well, no. tell someone, oh, someone's they're jacking your shit. No, the only reason like, for everyone them, would call NASA the and tell them for, their shit's getting jacked. Well, the only exactly the only reason for any of those people to want to have moon rocks is to say they have moon rocks, and that and was the, part of it. They and, were like, I want to, exactly. I want these for and myself. The, and the only way to have them and to be braggy about it is to say these are actual moon rocks, and be able to prove it. So by saying these are from NASA, and therefore being like, yeah. The ones that that guy stole, like you. But what they wanted to do was sell these off immediately, steal them, sell them, make tons of money. He was just selling a hundred thousand on the first, steal them back. But you got to understand that this is what I didn't understand: is that the moon rocks he's stealing are samples. So we're talking test tubes with one or two grams in each test tube For sure. of different things. There's not like any big rocks. Yeah, and especially because he ended up. So he goes into this thing. He dodges the cameras. Shay's in the car. Uh, his girlfriend's with him, Tiffany, and they go into the professor's office and he tries the combination that's taped to the top of the safe. It does not work. So he brought a dolly with him, ends up taking the whole safe, (laughs) moving it into the Jeep, and then driving out. They get away. Nobody stops them. It's raining so much that the security guards at the gate wave them through because they don't want to come out and check ID. Uh, that's Bra- what he said. Bravo. They're just Bravo there's, there's a NASA sticker on the car's windshield, and they're just like, alright, whatever. Um, Go around. And so they get the safe back to a hotel. He tries the combination again, still doesn't work. He ends up using a bunch of different tools that he has. He uses a saw to saw through the, the lock. Okay. And is actually able to cut through the five pins that hold this lock in place. They turn the TV all the way up and then just start sawing. Opens the safe. <laughs> And the safe, that safe has a bunch of just all these moon samples that the professor was using in his research. He was the one who actually cataloged them when they came back from the Apollo missions. This guy's been there since the 60s. Wow. And he had his notes and research and everything in this safe, but Thad claims that there was no research in, and that comes into play later, that there was no notebooks or anything. What there were were documents saying these are official moon rocks, and then all these different test tubes. What's weird about it is they take all these test tubes out and they catalog them themselves and put them off to the side. And they're like, here's what we can sell. The one from Mars is in there now. And he's like, I'm going to keep that for myself. Oh, shit. And one from the Apollo 11 mission. He's like, we're going to keep this one, too. That's for us. And then we're going to sell off these other ones. Then he noticed that there's... This is a weird part of the story. He noticed there's dust in the bottom of the safe. And he realizes, he checks that one of... These are all in Teflon bags, test tubes in Teflon bags. He realizes one of them fell and spilled. So what does he do? Runs his finger through it, it. eats it. (laughs) Because he's the only person to have eaten part of the moon. Did it taste like cheese? He said it tasted salty. (laughs) Like Cheeto dust. (laughs) I get it. I get it. That's how they made it. worth hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Cheeto dust. Yeah, that's the other thing. How how much money did he just eat? Yeah, because they said, they're, they're looking... Based on the rarity and how much it costs, we're talking $5,000 a gram is how much this is worth. So what he stole in that safe actually equated to minimum like $20 million. Maximum, you're looking at a billion if it's worth $10,000 a gram. Jesus Christ. So that's definitely grand larceny. Or more. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, the greatest so at, of at, larceny. At this point, Martha, just as as a man, that if we make the movie version of this, is this a male protagonist you're attracted to? He's come on, he's eating moon rocks. He's, <laughs> he's got he's, he's got a plan. Dustin for fingerprints <laughs> yeah, on. He's, he's smart. He's, he's smart. smart. He's smart. Yeah. 
Here's so everything Axel. set up. Huh? I, I, Axel's my protagonist. Now, Axel's your. <laughs> now, I, I, Damn it! Axel just stole my lady. Wow. <laughs> she likes that old I, rock collector. We can talk about casting this movie later, but <laughs> I, oh, we will. I, okay, well then we'll put, I'll put a pin in that for now. I'm pitching a Bradley Cooper. I'll put, I'll, I'll, Ooh, yeah. Oh that, no! At this okay, point, I've got some point, counterpoints. That is 25 years old at this point. The two okay. females are 20 and 22, and then Gordon, I believe, is somewhere in the middle. They're 22 or 24, somewhere in that range. Okay. So these are all early 20s. Thad's the oldest at 25. So now they catalog, and then they go around that night. They return the license plate to the car in the parking lot. So put the license plate right back on. They put the old license plate back on the Jeep. They return it to his friend. They take the two pieces of the safe. They throw the door in one dumpster, like, 50 miles away. They throw the safe in another dumpster 50 miles the other way. 50 miles? It's like ta- uh, separate towns, separate cities. Yeah. They find dumpsters behind, like, shopping you know, centers or whatever and just throw them in. Um, so that it won't be traced back to anything in their area. They had to stop at two different Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, so then they're going to drive to Florida because Gordon told the guy in Belgium that he lived in Florida. That Orb Robinson lived in Florida. <laughs> so now he's like, oh, I gotta go meet him in Florida, but that's probably better because it's nowhere near here. Right. The professor was in Australia that week, so at the end of the week when they're about the to... The professor, the guy from before who had the Mars, the Mars sample. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it was his safe. His just, office. I just want yeah. just yeah. make, make sure I got all the, all the, so, the characters. All the they have to wait... Kevin a, Spacey uh, <laughs> would play that character they, in, in, in my yeah. version. They keep the Moon Rocks at the girlfriend's apartment because they're waiting a week to go to Florida, and they have to pretend like nothing happened. They actually had to show up at... They told people we were going to be doing this observatory watch that night so they were actually going to go do that first but then when it started pouring rain they're like no one's going to show up but it's still an alibi that we were going to do this then they met everyone at a water park the next morning at like 10 a.m they didn't sleep so the three of them after this heist show up at the water park and have to spend all day with people so they have a alibi (laughs) so they wait a week and the girlfriend's freaking out because she has the stuff in her apartment and someone like three days in realizes this safe is missing. And this is Shay slash Tiffany? No, Tiffany. Tiffany. Rebecca slash Tiffany. The one he's in love with. The one that he's like completely fallen for. Shay is the friend. Shay is the friend. Slash Sandra. It would be so much easier if we had followed my body parts analogy. (laughs) (laughs) So the body is the friend. Yep, body is the friend. I just just knew one... I just... Dad has a foot fetish. He wants to dig his tans into the toes into the moon sand. <laughs> dig his tans. He wants to dig his tans into the moon into toes. The moon sand. Toes into the moon sand. <laughs> no, no. I just knew one had an alias, and I forgot which one had the the fake name in the. By the way, I'm gonna say right now, this will be a longer episode. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. Good. Yeah. This is fantastic. <laughs> we, um, we also, I'm. There's there's an edit point too. Oh, we'll be all right. About now. There's two. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. He, uh, they, they decide a week later, so three days in, though, into this week, someone realizes the safe is gone. So the whole campus is talking about it. Someone stole this safe. It's, it had moon rocks, Mars rocks. This professor's gone. What's going on? Um, and the girl starts freaking out. So I, he I talks do love her the, just through, like, I do love the idea of the three of them panicking at a water park. Like, the idea of, like, of having, like, of, like, keeping... And being, like, they were up for, like, 20 hours. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, like, go, like, going down a slide, but, like, keeping, uh, like, eye over your shoulder, like, <laughs> while going down a water slide. You guys having fun? Yeah, we're having lots of fun. Yeah, right, we're, aren't we're you having great. fun? We're all having fun. Huh. Corn dogs, let's all get corn dogs. Let's all go. Come on. No, together. We're all going together. <laughs> um... Just the three of them up against the side of a wave pool. Just, <laughs> just darting just, around just, and looking. Just their eyes come back. Uh, lazy river, not so lazy. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you just pulled a heist. <laughs> um, 
So, and the reason he convinced um, <laughs> Tiffany that they were going to do this. They have their arms linked in, in, in her tubes like, so they can all face a different direction. <laughs> like, down. They're like sleeping otters on a lazy yeah, river. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. Um, he convinces Tiffany that they're going to use this Sleeping otters on lazy river. That's, oh. my, that's my favorite book. <laughs> Children's book. Yeah. Um, good night, sleeping otters. <laughs> um, wait, that... <laughs> um, so... He convinces her Get that they're going to use oh, they're going to use the money to move to Africa so that she can study plants sure. in Africa. That's what he tells her that we're going to do this, and that's why she's on. We're going to use this money to start our own. Doesn't research. look suspicious at all. They just no, flee the country. No, that they're no. Um, every part of this is very well thought through. So they go to Florida to meet. Is him. he also still married? Yes. Yep. Yes. Until he gets arrested. But their marriage is fizzled to almost the point. I of know, but also talk, if you want, still if you want to disappear right after a, divorce, a heist you maybe. need you need to not be legally linked to another person <laughs> you fucking idiot so they drive to florida and shay says i'm not going i'm staying she actually her excuse was that she had a scuba diving recertification exam on that saturday and they told her go to it because if you don't show up it's suspicious like you were set up to do this Go do it. She's just the body anyway. Yeah. So. But I just spent a whole day in a water park. I don't. I don't want to go be in more water. <laughs> okay, I'm stressed out. A week later. Um, and then he invites <laughs> Gordon to meet them in Florida for this exchange, which turns out to be a huge mistake. But Gordon shows up. They all meet at this hotel. So him and Tiffany meet at the hotel with the Moon Rocks. Gordon's also gonna be like the comic relief character. Oh, absolutely. Gordon meets them in the hotel room, severely intoxicated and very high. Uh, so I've cast. Uh, He's a little old for it, but Bobby Moynihan, in my mind. Ooh, no, is, I would take Bobby Moynihan. No, yeah. I think that's is, a good choice. Is your Gordon. I think that's a good choice. So, he's like, he is falling into stuff in the lobby, and they're like, get him in the room. He's like, people are looking at him and stuff like that. They're going to meet this person at a restaurant down the street from the hotel. This sister-in-law and brother-in-law of this guy from Belgium. Um, the brother, or sorry... No, brother and sister-in-law. The brother is yeah, supposed to like, be from they can't Belgium. Yeah, both be in-laws, right? Yeah, so, well, it could be if it's his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. But okay. I think it's supposed to be his brother from Belgium and then his sister-in-law who's from the United States. And she's an avid rock collector as well as the story they set up for her um, so that she can come identify them and then talk about price and give them money and stuff like that. Because the guy from Belgium is not flying into the United States yeah. to, to do this. Um, but the FBI was using him to be like, how do we talk to this person through email? Because the FBI started to be the one emailing as Axel. <laughs> but they wanted to make sure they and they're like he's like don't you have an expert on this and they're like we just need to we don't because we can't contact NASA <laughs> you're the closest thing we have to an expert on moon rock. oh that's a whole separate perfect like B plot going is you have whoever's working for the FBI they don't even know how to yeah they're like that. I don't know what moon rocks cost I don't know I love this movie <laughs> yeah. I love this movie that we so, haven't made yet it's so, great I adore this movie I love uh, a good uh, heist movie especially uh, if the heist is dumb patent pending <laughs> By the way, don't steal this idea. Yeah. You can't. You can't patent a movie. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trademark. Uh, <laughs> so whatever. And even then, technically, trademark wouldn't copyright. So is what it is. No. Oh. They Something. all meet at the hotel room, and Thad immediately shows Gordon the moon rocks. And to this point, Gordon's been talking mostly through email, and he at that moment realizes, "Fuck, we have moon rocks that are illegal to sell, illegal to own. You have a ton of them, and now I'm linked to it." And he immediately goes, I don't know if I can deal with this, and takes off. And says he's going to go get a pizza and come back, is what his, his response. Oh, but he's the one that ran on bail, right? Yes, Gordon? later okay. on. So he's a runner. So he's like, he's like I'm out, I'm going to go get a pizza, I'll be back. So while he's gone, 
uh, Tiffany goes to take a shower, and Thad's like, I'm gonna put this moon rock under the bedsheet, and we're gonna have sex on it, so we can have sex on the moon. Okay, so there was still... Okay, and it's just, it's a little, it's a vial, it's from the Apollo 11 mission. Okay, so it's not it's not what we thought before, where it was a, a bed full just of rocks. Just a mattress rocks. stuffed with rocks. But still, he did just say, I want to fuck on the moon. That yeah. still happened. So that under, still the, in under the, the, the main bed sheet, what's the bottom the one fitted called? fitted sheet. The, yeah. Fitted sheet? Comfort, the, 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 yeah, the fitted sheet. Fitted sheet. Yeah, the fitted sheet. so underneath that, he puts the, the moon rock, still in the Teflon bag, still in the thing, and then she comes out of the bathroom and they if have sex she, on it. He didn't tell her. If she feels it, then she's a real princess. <laughs> <laughs> but now this this is the part where I really did want a, a female perspective. Me and you, we're in a hotel room. And I say, hey, I got this moon rock. I'm going to slide into the sheet. Let's fuck on the moon. What does that do for you? What does that do inside your head? I, I want to also put in the comments. Caleb's also there. <laughs> All you'll he see, went to get pizza. Hold on. <laughs> All you'll see is the glow of my cigarette. <laughs> he may or may not be back. Uh, and also, there's an implied scene where either she said, I should wash up before sex on the moon, or he said, wash yourself before sex on the moon. No, only, she, she never, only, he never told her she that this was under her. the thing. Okay. Oh, so oh. he suspects Ooh. that she felt it because it was enough she's under there? Friend. Oh, but yeah. you made it sound like she, they, he decided no, with her. he put oh, it under okay. there while she's in the, He never specifically okay. said, hey, this is under there. She found out later, and, and in the interview he even said, like, I suspect that she knew something was under there. Okay, so... It was just his dream to have the only man who had sex on the moon. Different question. Not enough just to eat the moon. <laughs> you gotta have sex. He on really it. wants to conquer the moon. <laughs> yeah. like, he really wants to be the moon at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like a Greek I god. S- I still say he just wanted to fuck the moon. He didn't want to have. The- yeah. <laughs> That's, he's in love with the moon. Okay. So now, slightly altered question. Now suddenly I tell you, hey, the last time we had sex was on a moon rock that I stole. What does that do for you? Uh. I, I understand the initial concerns of being like, oh, you broke a law and stuff, but there's probably part of you would be like, all right. Yeah, I mean... You've already stolen it. You already know. There's yeah. already, there's already there's gonna be a little bit of a... You're already helped. on the run. And yeah. she helped steal it, so... So she's freaking out, That's too. True. That's true. If you've been a part of that. Because Gordon's yeah. a hot mess or whatever, but they... Gordon comes back, and they set up this thing, and Gordon wants to be there, and so does she. Does he have pizza? He ate pizza. So okay. He doesn't bring any back. From them. <laughs> well, that's what if a he dick just, move. What if he just came back with a different type of food? He's like, I'm gonna get pizza. They came back with like a sub. He came, he came back it's with a real good pizza. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm on a party sub. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Guess they make pizza weird in Florida. Uh, I, I just, <laughs> I just got 16 euros. I don't know. I got so, scared. Thad wants to go by himself to meet because he doesn't want to put them in harm's way. He's even told Tiffany that if I get caught. I want you to disavow all knowledge. You didn't know I brought these with us. You just came with me to Florida. That way you're completely free. And she says, no, I want to be there. And Gordon's like, I want to be there too. Because Gordon's been promised $10,000 of the 100000 plus more if they end up, this becomes, because they only offer 100000 because that's all the FBI is willing to put on the line for this. And right. secondly, they were telling Thad that if this is legit, we might be able to set up more. Okay. Beyond the Didn't Gordon 000. just freak out and run away from it? But now he's just like, he's I'm in. And, I'm like, in and he wants to be there. But now he's freaking out even more. So they meet at this restaurant, and Thad goes in and meets so now, this. Now there's a power struggle. Yeah. So Gordon I wants will, to be in I charge. I will also say that actually was noble, the telling Tiffany to. Well, he doesn't want her to get So that was so one arrested. So and he does more later So on. finally, after the heist, 
after the heist with NASA, he finally decides to actually be a gentleman. That's, yeah. that's a nice Well, he part. didn't want her to go into the building. He wanted her to have as little contact with this as possible. Yeah. It was all his that's idea. True. He'd been that's true. He'd been thinking about doing this for a year there once he saw the moon rocks and saw them calling them garbage, saying, these are just garbage, we don't care about them. Was Tiffany the one that was going to go study plants in Africa? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Yeah. That's his, and that's his sure. current girlfriend. Right. She knows about his wife. They're just... Right. He has told her, like, just my wife and I just don't even anyway. interact anymore. We don't right. talk. We don't do anything. And, and, because, at one point, because, okay, at this point, Shay is at the, the, the other scuba thing. Diving. The scuba, scuba diving. diving thing. lesson, yeah. Right. Like scuba diving recertification. That's, what, that's where yeah, she's at. That's right where Shay's at. She's still back in Houston recertifying for scuba diving. Okay. And you said during the heist, she actually, like, had cold feet about it? Uh, she said, I'm staying in the car. I she, don't want to oh, go saying, in. Because Tiffany's like, we right. should all go in. And she's like, I'll just so stay she's, in the car. She's the wheel man. So yeah. there we yeah. go. So now uh, we know who yep. she is. Yep. Okay. Yep. She's, she's and then, the B.A. And then you've got the Bonnie and Clyde of the other, of the yeah. other two. Or okay. or the uh, the Murdoch and, I mean, are, are we, are we, and are, Hannibal as a couple. If, yes, we're going. If we're going. Yeah, this is. This is if, if Hannibal fucked Murdoch. Helen Mad Murdoch on her own. Well, no, she would, she would be more of the face man. So it'd be more if if if, oh, okay, if Hannibal yeah. and face man were a couple. Yeah, because I would say Gordon's your Gordon's Murdoch. Helen Mad Murdoch. Gordon's okay, Helen yeah, Mad Murdoch because sure. he's 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 clearly he's loose cannon. He's, he's, he's yeah. a wild card. They only call him in when they need him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so they meet this this. She only shows up by herself, and Thad shows up by himself first. But they're both waiting in, in the parking lot. And he's, the other, the, and he's the tech guy up the eBay. And that's, that's what that's Murdoch true. did. So sorry. Sorry. So I just I, wanted to make sure we got this lit of the real team. team terms. There we go. The, the, <laughs> the FBI agent, the male one posing as a brother, is staying outside. The sister-in-law. And it would be, it's already been done in other movies. I'd have him played by Kyle Chandler. It would be the FBI agent. I know the same thing about Wolf of Wall Street, but I think Kyle uh, Chandler, perfect choice. Yeah. Oh. So now you've got a, uh, and then the, right. the female comes in posing as the sister-in-law, meets that at the table, and they sit down and they start <laughs> the talking female. about it. <laughs> The female agent. I know. So Thad is so nervous that he just starts talking about like, oh, we just stole these a week ago, and we just did it. He just tells her everything. No. I brought my girlfriend with me. We like, no! we totally like, we just took these a week ago, and even we've got she, this much. And even if I have one wasn't. from Mars that maybe you'd like to see. And oh like, my god, even if she wasn't an FBI agent, don't just say yeah. what you did. So he just spouts off at the mouth, and then like she starts to talk money, and he said, I didn't bring the samples. They're at the hotel. She's like, I have the money in the car. My husband's waiting outside. We just want to make sure this is legit. And he's like, I don't want you bringing money into this crowded restaurant. How about we meet at the hotel? It's at this moment that Gordon and Tiffany come in the front door. And they sit down and Gordon begins just yelling. He's yelling for a survey. He's like, bring me a Heineken, like as loud as he can. And everybody's turning and looking. And then when Thad looks at oh, Gordon, Gordon and Tiffany, it's, it's, uh, it's an evening in Florida at this big fancy restaurant. And realizes that everyone in the restaurant keeps looking at them. They're all in their 30s. There are zero children. Oh, so the whole place is and agents. He, and he thinks this is really weird, but he doesn't really, it doesn't connect. Later on, you find out it was all FBI agents in this restaurant. Yeah. Every table, every server. Oh, wonderful. Because they didn't know if yeah, this yeah. guy was a dangerous criminal or just Thad. An idiot. Oh, <laughs> my God. You turned out to be Thad. You, you said sad weird. Oh, Thad. Sorry, Thad. <laughs> oh. Um... So he invites Gordon and Tiffany to come over to the table. Aaron, Aaron Paul is that as a pitch? Maybe. Ooh, I like that. Aaron Paul, I like that's not that a good choice. That's not bad. That's so not bad. he invites them over to the table, and she invites the the brother in, her husband. Yeah. Are quotation marks because it's another FBI agent. Yeah. And he brings in the briefcase, but Thad's like, I don't want to open it here. Let's wait till we go back to the hotel. Thad ends up writing with. So her we can and all have sex on these rides. <laughs> <laughs> Thad ends up writing with her and her husband to the hotel, and then Gordon and Tiffany follow behind. 
They pull up into the hotel and immediately are surrounded by just tons of cars. And immediately he's yanked out of the car and has like eight guns pointed at him. Wow. And then the other two are pulled out of the car. He can see her in the distance like crying and they pull him down all this stuff. So now they're arrested. Moonrocks are recovered. What's not recovered, which leads to his sentencing. And then Thad steps forward and says, I want to take full blame for this. And his lawyer was just an assigned defense lawyer and says, that's not a good idea. They're going to punish you with three years minimum for this much stolen. And Thad's like, I don't care. The other two, I coerced them. And it makes his sentence worse because he's basically saying, I manipulated these two yeah. women. I yeah. coerced. Because Shay is arrested in Houston as well. Mm. Mm. Um, Underwater while... Someone just puts a thumb no, over... I, I, was just think, I was just thinking other scuba divers coming in, showing, showing badges. <laughs> and holding harpoon guns. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's it's really hard. There's to... still lights for some reason. There's still... <laughs> wearing sirens on their head. <laughs> it's a lot harder to swim with handcuffs behind your back. Too. <laughs> yes, you, you rely a lot more on those. And especially, well, luckily she was already certified. She was trying to get her certified so she could still swim. That's what I'm saying. So she was she, she knew how to swim in those conditions. Oh, she man. tries to run. She sees him. And is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mel Brooks movie. All of a sudden. So. They're all arrested, but he claims that he coerced them, that he manipulated them. They all get the her; those two get off with 180 day probation and then like one year house arrest. Okay, that's their oh. Or no, year? I'm sorry, 180 day house arrest, one year probation. That oh, makes I was going to say a year, a year Switch of house two. arrest would be the dad comes really and gets. Hard. So the dad pays the bail for Tiffany, the girlfriend. And says, you're never to speak to this guy again. I can't believe you blew... Because all these people this basically... Is, this is her dad? Her dad. Really? Okay. Came and get her, got her. And they threw away everything they had. To be an intern at NASA is hard to get into that program. Yeah. And they just threw that away. Yeah. And they were all doing well in their chosen fields at NASA. They were all recognized by professors and stuff like that. So, Shay's parents also come and get her and pull her out and pay her bail. Uh, Gordon gets his bail paid and then runs... And then he gets arrested and gets sentenced to, like, three years in prison, even though he could have gotten the same thing, but he ran instead of going in for his trial. And you're already out on bail. Like, why? Yeah. Like, why? He just took off from you're already out. You're already out on bail, and the other guy took... He took all the blame. Right. He took the hit for you. Yeah. Like, you're, you're then, set up to not go to jail. <laughs> Thad calls the only person he knows at this point, because no one else can he contact. Nobody at NASA trusts him. He calls his wife. Yes, yes he, he does. does. Yes, he does. And that's perfect for the movie. That's like the, yeah. that's the thing. She already found out about the heist, because it was in the, the news immediately. Mm -hmm. And she finds out that he stole these moon rocks, that he was involved with this girl that he she knew nothing about. And he says to her, I know you're mad at me. I know we're like our marriage was ending anyway. I just need... This is such a thing that anyone can show up and pay his bail. It was, the way that he was arrested is, it doesn't have to be a family member, just anybody. And he's way older than 25, but you know who I want to see as Thad? Sam Rockwell. I think oh. would, would knock this movie out of the park. See, I, I've had a thought that There's, makes me... Ugh, I don't know. Sorry, continue. No, no, but anyway, that's all... That's so, I, see, I see him making the phone call to his wife. So then, you know he's I mean? explaining things to her that, yes, he was involved, and she's so mad about this other woman and this just stupid stuff that he's done, and they weren't getting along anyway, so this is basically her being like, I'm done with you. And somebody screams something in the background of this jail, and her response, because he's like, I need you to send anybody. I don't care if you don't care about me. Just find anybody. Call anybody you know to come and pay my bail so I can get out of here. And then somebody yells something from the background of this jail cell. And she goes, well, have fun with your new friends and hangs up on him. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Um, he snip, gets, snap! He gets put in a She puts called... it down, immediately goes down a Utah runway. <laughs> 
just limping along. Foot. Just limping along. Um, so he gets put in this thing right called the, the submarine, which is this basement of this jail so this with be- their, like... Extreme prisoners. This is a superhero movie now. Where it's like, Pretty much. <laughs> this is Civil War. Well, he gets put in, and immediately this, like, over six foot tall, giant black guy walks up and goes, My name's Graveyard Sirius. And then turns around <laughs> and goes and sits down. <laughs> and that was it. He just wanted to tell him his That's name. That's exactly right when he walked in. That's what he said to him. And then he went back and sat down. And then two oh. other guys were playing a game where they were just turning over cards, and one of them would yell shit and start doing push ups. For, like, they would just turn over two cards from a deck of cards. It's like war, but with push-ups. <laughs> this, is, this is like a scene in a, in a prison movie, but was really poorly researched. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't know, you come say your name. I don't know, make it kind of scary. I don't know, so, but Cemetery Mike. I don't know. Just but it's a like big that. open room that he's in for a year where there's two toilets in the center of the room. The lights are always on. He said there's no blankets and a pillowcase with no pillow, as if just to mock people there that the, the, the metal pots just had a pillowcase and that was it could you at least put moon rocks in it <laughs> it's where i'm most comfortable <laughs> so everyone there starts calling him moon rock yeah of at course. The, at the place. that's a great prison name too. so yeah. his lawyer says there's no way you're getting more than three years that's what's justified for this you've been you've cooperated with the fbi you've done all this stuff the judge but he however, planned he planned to break out with his new 18 no <laughs> The professor comes forward. Graveyard Sirius and the Card Brothers. The professor comes forward and says that I had all these notes and research papers I was working on. I want those back. Thad said they were not in there. He's like, there's these green notebooks. Turns out the combination on top was just if you took the square root of each number and multiplied it by three, that was the combination to the save. Nice. Um, so he had just a basic a lot algorithm on the... What's, what's up, What a nerdy way to write it down. Yeah, but nobody would know your, your safe it. password. And it's also a safe at NASA, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I mean, it was taped on top. I would hope it's not just the straight... <laughs> um, but anyway, the professor comes forward and says, I lost all this work. I've been working on it since the Apollo 11 mission on, like, things that we're learning from moon rocks, and I've lost it. I was going to write a book on this. And so Thad is charged with interfering with a government agency oh, instead shit. of just the theft. The judge sentences him, sentence him, yeah, sentences. sentences him to a hundred months prison. That's it. Which is eight and a half years ish. Yeah, still, it just seems like for how grand like the price was supposed to be on this crime, and then now he's interfering. Like I thought, eight years would be like added on from yeah, that. No, it was, it was eight it. and a half years straight. So Thad actually got That's out early for worse. good behavior. I think. <laughs> no, it's, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's. good. I think he got out sometime in 2008, 2009. Yeah, he's. Yeah, behavior. I know he's out. Um, but he now tours and stuff. He actually, when he was in prison, then he started an astronomy class in prison. He would ask prisoners that got out who were in his class to send him back physics books. Aww. He actually studied physics. Him just him astrophysics. Teaching graveyard serious how to use a telescope. Oh, graveyard graveyard Sirius wasn't there anymore because oh. this is at the new prison after he got oh. trans transferred from Darn the jail. It. He was in the jail where you're like leg shackled, arm shackled, yeah. waist shackled, all that. See graveyard, stuff. that's Mars. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, actually, what's funny is they. When all... I get out, graveyard, me and you. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna go look at stars. So he ends up getting one phone call once he's at this new prison to from graveyard Sirius to <laughs> to his girlfriend one Tiffany yeah. girlfriend one good old girlfriend Tiff. the first Two. girlfriend yeah um, he's already signed divorce papers at this point she sent them like immediately he talks to her and says I'm so sorry I need to have a way to stay in contact with you and she's like you can't my father I just we're not it's not gonna happen sorry 
And he's like, I need to. You're the only thing that's going to keep me alive. She gives him her sister's address to write letters to, and that's it. She never returns, and he writes. And he says that's the one thing that kept him alive, is every day he would write to this. Five years into his sentence, he comes into his cell, and all the letters are marked undelivered oh, on his cot. That none of them got there. Either they were sent back, or they just the address was wrong, or whatever. And he has this moment of, like, lapse... But in that time, he had been studying astrophysics and teaching this astronomy class, and it had given him something to do. Um, and that's don't, that's don't, bas- that's basically don't, it. Don't betray your lady, man. That's the thing. They yeah, don't, they don't want your letters. Huh? But you, uh, you, had, you had your chance, Thad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's and that's it. And he still in this book pines for like his relationship with this girl that he's never been able to like reconnect with. Tiffany. Yeah. Oh. Tiffany Fowler. And she, so I did find a Tiffany Fowler in 2005 who went to Texas A&M, which would have been, she was from Houston area, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if that was, it was about the same age. How much were you researching? I was trying to find these people. Yeah. Just to see, like, what they looked like and where they were from and what happened to them afterwards, because he tells what happened to him, Right. but I didn't know about Gordon and Tim, but I can't find them. Well... If you have any information on these people, please email us yeah. at advancedbspodcast at gmail.com. I, I don't even know the name of his wife or what happened to her. Well, uh, we can leave her alone. She, wanna, she won. Yeah. I want to pitch this casting, and just because I think <laughs> he, would, he would do the putziness right, I would really love... The putt scene? The, no, just the put putt He didn't say there was any golf in this. No, there's no golf. Mm, archery. I there mean, was some archery. Acting like a real putz. I want uh, uh, the kid who played the wolf in... Uh, uh, Twilight, that kid. No. Yes. For who? Thad? For Thad. No. no. Yes. Taylor no. Lautner. That kid yes. can't act to save no. his fucking life. No. I think no. So. I'm totally against it. Although I do have an Come awesome on. idea. There's for a reason Axel. why they won't put him in fucking movies anymore. Who's gonna That's play true. Axel, Steve? So Jesus. Axel is described uh, as a slightly bearded, balding man who's a little bit out of shape. He likes, to, he, he likes to think he's a superhero. In his life. I he's accept. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I want Rain Wilson or Bill Hader. I, That's want I want Jim Gaffigan. With a, <laughs> with, uh, it'd a be a Belgian, German accent. No, a Belgian I guess. accent. I don't, Flemish? Flemish? Yeah, or Isn't like. Isn't that Netherlands, it's, though? No, I think no, in, Belgium, in Belgium they speak French, French, Swiss, or German. So, Belgium's more French. French. No, Flemish but they have three. is the original yeah. Yeah. name. That's what I was going to say. We could just go French and go Jean Dujardin. I want Jim Gaffigan. The artist. I mean, he's, he's a little more yeah. sexier than, than yeah. what was described, but. But, yeah. So that's that's the that's the story of that's Sex so, on the Moon. Oh my God, that's amazing. There's a lot of moving parts. I, I, I love that. Yeah. I wish a I, wonderful I, story I, from I, history. I have nothing really pithy to say about it or or, or, just, or jokey I, about it. I just actually I genuinely love that this happened in the world because oh. it's like because like I love I one I just I do love a good heist movie. I, we've been joking about it, that's why because I I love it, but also too. No one got hurt, like, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they caught, they ruined their lives. They did. They it. ruined their lives. But that's that's yeah, what happens. You know, yeah, when, you when you decide to commit a major crime like that, that's on you. So I don't feel bad for them because they they had plenty of time to decide. Hey, we shouldn't do this, and they fucking did it anyway. But like, there was no one harmed in the crime. Yeah, they fucked up the professor's research thing potentially, but like, he wasn't actually harmed. Like, it's 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 a perfect non-offensive like crime to like <laughs> you know to just to just enjoy the stupidity of but it was smart smart but stupid that's always great that's a great combo i have so a, what, if, what I, if that professor found the research later, later. oh shoot yeah. i had it in a bag but then was just like hmm. he was like oh i put that in the briefcase and then his, well, i mean oh. everyone at nasa was so upset though because the, the samples then, were recovered but the yeah. notes were lost and that's 
but they just hated that for like betraying all these people's trust. His his wife was just like, "Hey, are these the notebooks?" He's like, "Let's put those. Let's put those away." Are they together at this point? Huh? The sixty-year-old professor and the the wife were together in this. No, his own wife. Oh, his own wife. I thought you meant Sonia. No, no, no. But if you want a weird twist, but, did, but he did char- he did charm though Thad's wife, so they. Oh my god! If you want a weird twist, the professor who lost his safe and then recovered the that lost his his research, he flew to Belgium to meet Axel as this guy who ultimately recovered the Moonrocks because of his right. telling what was going to happen. And they're still married to this day. No, he goes up to him and says. What I did for you in the United States, he's like, we set up, we named, they named an asteroid in the asteroid belt that they Aww. discovered after Axel Emmerman, and he has an asteroid named after him now. And he this just thing. creamed his jeans. Oh, his God, jeans. yeah. Because <laughs> he was nothing but, like, a rock, and he's part of this club, and he can just show up and be like, hey, guess who's got an asteroid named after him, guys? And thank God he was smart and was just like, oh, this sounds like a weird deal. Because I would hate for like him to go to jail to potentially, not go to jail, but he would at least probably get in trouble. Well, and that's why he contacted the FBI. Yeah. He's like, I think we should respond to this. I think it's legit. And if it's not legit, it's someone scamming people in the United States who yeah. still should be shut it's down. Still but, a scam. But, yeah. but thank God he decided to do that and not be like, well, I'll, I'll see about buying some rocks. No, this, they, I, they talk about this guy as like, he is the straight and narrow. Like, crime should not be broken. Everything should be in its place. People should not scam other people. Mm. Like, Everyone so should Ray treat Wilson each other like a really good, really good guy from the description. Just like, this isn't nice that he's scamming people in America. I'm going to step in and do something. Like, somebody who sees an email scam and be like, I'm going to stop this person from <laughs> scamming people. That's cool. Um, this and, Nigerian prince is going down. Yeah, that, that's the, yeah, before that, he spent years trying <laughs> to track down Nigerian the Nigerian prince. But he, like, you can tell because they give a, a, a little scenario of when he went to the first rock meeting and they were all talking about the this weird email. Rock well, not, like, the first one after the email. I know, I know you, and they're you all know. talking about it, but he shows up and one of the older guys in the club goes like, oh, you know, have you seen the the rocks I found this time? And he's like, yeah, they're really good for, you know, my chimney is a little bit, needs some patchwork. I'll use some of those. And the guy's like, why use those when you can use your wife's stew? Like, that's the conversation they have at this, like, rock club. <laughs> I love like that. so much. This group of old guys just giving each other just singers, each other the rock business. singers. <laughs> giving each other the yeah. business. So, so... Martha, the man you are in love with now is Axel. Yeah, that's, that's, who, that's who you're with now? Uh, I want to pitch this casting. I know I said Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> I want to do a different casting. I want the uh, the Gordon mm-hmm. character. Uh, Kyle Mooney, I think, would be perfect. Oh, he would be great. He yeah. would be SNL. great. As the, and I also have an alternate Thad pitch. Oscar Isaac? Great. Poe from from the new yes. Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac? Yeah, I could see that. That'd be a good pick. Yeah. I want him to, I want him to look like... I don't know. It's 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 and and then too we we'd get applauded for making a white character uh, Hispanic. So mm-hmm. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Or what that's is he Dominican or something like that? I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you nervous? <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> oh oh my gosh, uh, uh, Tiffany. Uh, I do like Spacey though, cast- as, the, as the professor. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I like casting. I want Tiffany to be that girl from Modern Family, the oldest sister. Oh, she's a young. I don't, actress. Know, her I don't know her real name. Yeah, um, yeah that'd be good. Her name. I think she. I don't know that actress's name. I forget. I forget her name too. I thought Rachel McAdams could fit somewhere in this, but I'm not. I'd say the wife. I'd say she's yeah. the yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the but wife. she also. I was gonna say she's also older now. 
That's true. Like she, because the wife would still be in her twenties. But not that. Yeah, yeah, but I think Oscar Isaac is pushing you know thirty or yeah. whatever too. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they'd all look around the same age. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think I think play high school kids. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think, that's true. I, I think the, We're age is, the age is I think the age is the thing we can flex on. That's why I was saying yeah. like I would still be fine with Sam Rockwell. I would not be bummed about the <laughs> right. age thing. Like it, it, it gives you they they get away less with being dumb if it's played by an older person. But yeah. you're just like, well, you should know better. But. I do think an Aaron Paul or Oscar Isaac. I think those, I, those are those are my yeah. fat choices. I do think Kyle Mooney is is a I really think Kyle good Gordon. A good choice. Yeah. Um, mm. I Seth to Green's too old to play it, but I would love yeah. to see him play Gordon. If this were if this were made in the nineties, yeah. he would have been Gordon. He would oh, he yeah. would he would have been on, one of the first calls. They would have. Yeah. Seth, Seth Green could honestly be the professor almost at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I love Kevin Spacey for that. Oh, I love Kevin Spacey for the yeah. professor. Or uh, or uh, 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 John. Uh, what's his name? Justin William Lee. William H Macy would be great. Macy. But I, I just love I just love him in everything. Yeah, Justin Long as Gordon. Oh yeah, he's a little older, but I like that. Yeah. He always will look young, though. Yeah, yeah, he's fifty two at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great. He's been, he's been playing nineteen for thirty years. Yeah. Uh, what's it? What's that? What's a guy's name? He just played Lex Luthor. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, fuck. I can't think of his name. Oh, From Zombieland. Uh, yeah, uh, Eisen. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> he, I think he could make a strong case for... Uh, for Gordon. For Gordon, sure. For Gordon. Or even a Thad. Or, or a Thad. Or, I mean, more of a Thad. He's less of my, my favorite pick, but he, that, he could pull that it That is like... I that is a handsome guy. He is a, 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 an attractive charismatic man okay. clearly by but NASA like, standards but, no no by NASA standards I saw you gave, you gave I'm not sure what keep in mind this is in the NASA in the NASA okay, but, but he also has to have like a, a vulnerability to be so desperate to start so many clubs and do all this yeah. stuff to just to uh, I mean, yeah, he, he I is. I love how deep he's Jason Schwartzman. He's is Jason Schwartzman from Rushmore for the first part of this book. Schwartzman's not a bad choice. I thought of Schwartzman from the beginning. Yeah. When you, when you initially pitched him, like Schwartzman. But he's, he's. I mean, Schwartzman's he's 40 up, at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 he's up there. So, I mean. He could be the other, there's the other friend that he meets that actually is the straight and narrow at NASA who, when he says, like, I'm going to sneak onto the space simulator, he's like, I wouldn't do that. If you there's did, that well. if you did the B story back at the FBI oh, agency. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. We gotta see, we gotta see what they're doing. I think actually Rachel McAdams could play the undercover FBI agent. Oh, that'd be great. I think she would maybe. be great yeah. at that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Actually, she'd be really great at that. Yeah. 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 And just being like, maybe we gotta do maybe, research on this maybe, guy. Well, or maybe an Emma Stone. Ooh, no, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Perhaps. Speaking of which, the Sarah Highland is the the Modern Family girl. Thank, Thank you. you, Sarah Highland. The Still book even it. goes into physically describing the FBI sister-in-law that showed up, Great. which I found to be weird. Is it like the top women? button of her? Yes, because it doesn't describe the guy. It doesn't even tell the male FBI like guy's hair color. And it talks about her being like a blonde woman with the blouse top button open and the collarbones going down into the. And I'm just like, what? You wow. know what? You're there to make like a moon sail, and you're like, oh, this girl is attractive. But what is she? <laughs> it does sound like he had an addictive personality. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Because like adrenaline is, junkie. Is it him or is it Ben Miser? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> a mix because Ben's because getting his information from yeah, Thad. Thad had to have we'll described just, yeah, all these people. Because we'll just yeah. have. Unless. Or ben... or he didn't, and Ben just made it up. But like, and he can't turn every it up. time, because Thad... then we'll just we'll have Ben played by. Uh, uh, the the pedophile Stanley Tucci played in Lovely Bones. He'll just be as that character. <laughs> no, every time has been watching every time Thad meets, breathing heavily. <laughs> every time Thad meets a woman in this book, it has to go out of its way to be like, and he made sure not to lead her on because he's married. Like over and over, and I'm like, until, you're skinny dipping. So, it says like they were skinny dipping, but he made sure not to make any like moves. Yeah, you know what the real love story is? 
Ben Mesrick and in Thad. love with Thad. So yeah. our movie will need a framing device. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I want to see that. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That would see, but that is I just I do that element in the book is so weird, and that has then more to do with him than Thad. Almost. It does the way he tells the story. He he clearly idolizes Thad just on their conversation and. I mean, even at the end, it's like, I want to thank Thad Roberts for giving me all of his time and notes and really helping me to write this book. And his dreamy eyes. I miss his smell. Smoldering eyes. Dracar Noir. Dracar Noir. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, Uh. the Apollo 11 sample is back with NASA, but it has been... Tainted. Yeah. Literally. Literally. (laughs) It is such as tainted. Although, I will say... You'd think she would have noticed. (laughs) She at least, knew. At least they were both. They he had were, a cup between his lips. At least they were both out of the shower. It stayed somewhere. Oh, that's clean. true. Okay, yeah. good. Good, good. I will say the one other person I heard him describe was a cemetery. Steve. What oh was no, his name? <laughs> graveyard. Graveyard. Cemetery Steve. Cemetery Steve. <laughs> that's a different guy. I'm Cemetery Steve. I'm Cemetery Steve. You need a place. Tastes wonderful. You need a place to bury bodies. Good boy. Howdy, do I have one? Yep. Look over here. It's even got stones already. But he did. You also could say him. you could say people have already been buried there, but I would say don't worry about that because all you got is a nice, cool headstone yeah. and, a, and a hole for your body. Yeah. All you got to do is dig your own graves. We don't provide the shovels, so you got to bring them. Call the number at the bottom of your screen: one eight hundred cemetery. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what were you saying? Oh, that was the only other person that's the only other person. That's the only other person that wanted to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe he didn't want to at first. It just, it, it I bet though he did make an effort to not lead him along. <laughs> but then, him but then Do you like skinny dipping graveyard? <laughs> I love skinny dipping. I'm married. Any port in the storm. Oh. Go through. Any... I'm so sad we've lost Michael Clark Duncan because why? Because oh, yeah. oh, why oh, wouldn't God, he? Yeah. Just as a cameo. Even, yeah. You know, just. Yep. I'm Graveyard Serious. <laughs> it's just a five minute. Just a real quick, just a little. Graveyard Serious. Then he just walks away and goes back to the table. Oh boy. We gotta end this. Yes, yeah, I, could, yeah. I could talk about this till the end of time. Uh, I loved it so much. Martha, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. How was, how was your first podcast guest experience? It was great. Was it great? This I know. This was a really great story. Uh, right? <laughs> I oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so we have one more of these of uh, not of these of this we're gonna t- we're gonna do an episode talking about this I fucking could <laughs> yeah uh, but we'll, worry, we'll do another episode of advanced advanced BS mm-hmm. uh, advanced BS revisited topics revisited uh, hashtag doing it again that's the uh, that's a new one I've just decided <laughs> to add to it I like it. it has to be said that way and it's a hashtag. Uh, we got one more of those, and then we'll be back in July, back to our regular dealie of, yep. of doing a, one thing for a month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Business like that. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, we need to shoot another 10-minute topic or something. Yes, we do. But we need one of the... And hopefully one more one more guest on the next Ooh. episode yes. as well. Yes, and, and I even think afterwards, we, we uh, yeah, it's, been, it's been fun having yeah, we'll spice extra, extra people drop in. I think we might try to do that. It won't be like necessarily every episode, because that will be tiring, because already doing it this month has been a scheduling nightmare. Yep. And... <laughs> It hasn't. It shouldn't be this fucking hard. It should be this hard <laughs> to say, "Hey, come sit while we tell you things for an hour." But it's been difficult. But uh, for uh, Steve and Caleb, I'm Logan. Thank you, Martha, Thanks, for Martha. joining Thank us. Thank you, Martha. Any, any, anything me. to pitch? You have any any plugs? Any plugs? That's what people do on podcasts. You have any, any plug projects shit. coming up? Um, no. No. Okay. Great. Good. All right. <laughs> That's my figure. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.